Alright guys, welcome back to The Sexperts. I'm Joseph. And I'm Thomas. And today we are going to be really just, we're just happy to be back, honestly. I, I'm, I'm happy to be sitting here with Thomas and, and uh, record again. And uh, actually over the summer I did this, um, this play called The Scarlet Pimpernel. And we're all British and everything there, so. <laughs> and he did a fantastic job. I actually had the opportunity to see it. I was actually the first of our coworkers to actually go see it, and I thought it was absolutely hilarious. They did a great job. And Joseph, you didn't even get paid for it, did you? I did not know it cost, if anything, it cost me money. <laughs> <laughs> and time. And a lot of money and time. And I mean, time is money, so. Yeah. Just purely money. Um, yeah, it, no, honestly... Like, I'm, I'm really glad to be over because, like, it's nice to have my time back. You know, we can do this podcast again. But also, I really miss it, like, already. It was such a fun play, you know, with a lot of really, really great people. You know, we're all, it's, it's community theater, so we were all just, you know, not paid, just kind of doing it for fun. And, um, yeah, met a lot of really great people and some people that I still talk to to this day, which is really great. Yeah, and, and I could see, like, even though you're not getting paid for it, the amount of dedication that was just put into it, you guys were so committed and just fully in it. It was awesome. I, I loved every second of it. So I actually brought my wife to see the show and, and in the first like 15 minutes, she was not excited. I, I don't know why, but she just wasn't looking forward to it. She wasn't familiar with the story. But then after the first like 10 minutes, the, especially after that, the intro where they kind of set up what... Um, the main female character's like backstory is mm-hmm. like that part was really confusing. Cause I didn't, I, I'm not a theater guy. So I had no idea what the story was, but then everything after that was so good and hilarious and uh, super worth it. I mean, the tickets were like nothing. We paid like nothing and we had this amazingly fun show. They even yeah. had like good refreshments for the intermission. Like it was awesome. Yeah. We actually, we had this guillotine um, <laughs> prop that and it was, it's the coolest thing ever. And it looks super real, um, and yeah, and I got to to release the rope to kill somebody in the show too. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, the the effects were great. Um, I don't know. I I thought it was fantastic, and uh, and my wife warmed up to it, and by the end she was laughing and having a good time. Um, the only thing that's changed for me, I guess, in in the period of time we were gone, is I grew a beard and got a fake promotion. Mm. Uh, Got the same promotion I got a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, promotion is, just to be clear, we're doing promotion with quotation, sarcastic quotation marks because it's, it's more responsibilities with a barely any bump in pay. I mean, we're talking like quarter, quarter of a dollar, you know. Yeah, I, the amount of work that we have to do for what we're getting paid it's just really, really sucky. Yeah. And especially when you compare it to the actual managers slash supervisors who are getting paid way more and are now doing less. Yep. Everything. So it's interesting. But, but you know, it's kind of nice. There's a few perks that come with it. So if, like, if I'm closing, if I'm the closing manager for the store, I don't really have to do too much compared to being like a grunt you know that's having like that has like a thing to do uh, there there are some benefits but man it's kind of brutal yeah it's rough but you know they say that we do it so that we can get 
promoted later on, and I've been being told that for almost a year now. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 In other news, uh, we had a fantastic 4th of July celebration. In fact, Joseph came over, and it was glorious. My goodness. Yeah, Thomas walked up to me. He's like, dude, I brought like $600 worth of fireworks, and I'm like, I'm there. <laughs> I, I, I will be there. And it was a spectacular show. Yeah. we So we did it in my cul-de-sac. And one of my neighbors, two kind of two of my neighbors, but one of my other neighbors, he was like, hey, let's just alternate back and forth with our fireworks. Um, and then he's like, I know you have a better finale. So you, you take the finale. And then I'll do my biggest one before that. And we'll just extend both of our shows. And ah, it was awesome. I'm Fourth of July is easily my favorite holiday. And, uh, so that's where I spend, that's, that's where I spend, like, you know, other people oh, spend yeah. on Christmas or other things like that birthdays, but I'm like, I'd rather have a huge 4th of July celebration and get nothing for my birthday or hardly anything for Christmas. So it was awesome. No, it's, it's a good way to do it. Honestly, blowing things up <laughs> all with all the colors and celebrating freedom is pretty great. Yeah. You literally can't go wrong in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so let's get into our um, topic for today. Um, we are going to be talking about bases. So like first base, second base, third base, and home run. But of course, <laughs> I've heard many times that there are a lot of bases in between. So what well, are and those bases? Yeah, what, what are the bases? I feel like different people have different interpretations of the different bases, especially especially conservative religious you know kind of conservative like oh yeah you know groups they tend to even they're like oh like first base is like you held hands you know so there's there's like different you know interpretations of what it could be so i guess first of all what are what are they talking about when they when you say what is like what base did you get to what do they mean so a lot of times when people are like oh what base did you get to it's it's how far you've gone physically in the relationship. At least that is kind of my understanding of it. Um, there are a lot of different understandings of it. However, I think for the general public, that is what we think it, it is, is physically how far did you get everything. So it's, you know, talking with the boys like, oh, you got third base yet? You know, all that kind of stuff. So that's, that's kind of what it is. But again, that goes back to that, what is third base? Because I've, again, I've talked to a lot of people and they're like, Oh, third base is sex. And I'm like, and then there's some people like, well, actually third base is kissing, you know? So it's, it's interesting because there's just a lot of different interpretations of the bases. So we're going to kind of talk about that today and then decide finally of what the real bases are. Yep. We're setting the scale today. And this is important to do because I've had friends be like, oh, like I went on a date with this girl and then I'm like, oh, did you get to third base? But in my brain, I'm like, what? what what like what did i just ask what does that even mean and then they're like oh like no 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 we didn't and then he's like wait what like third base is in like like making out or like third base is in like like full-on sex like what do you mean and i and, you know and there's always that awkward like what <laughs> what is that achievement exactly so, so thomas what what is if somebody were just to straight up ask you like i am right now what are the bases one two three and then home run what are those bases? Okay, if you're if you're including home run, ooh, that kind of makes it different because I feel like usually, I guess home for, in my brain, this is this is just my op opinion. 
home run is when you have sex. Because, I don't know. The, well, okay, I guess it could be marriage. It could be, yeah. <laughs> it could be. That's the thing, because uh, some people think that third base is sex, and then, like, if some... A lot of people don't even really consider home run. Yeah. But I think for a lot of people, if they were to, somebody were to ask what is home run, they'd probably say marriage. At least that's my opinion. Yeah. Or, or third, kids. Or I, I guess like what I've heard most popular is that third base is sex, and then, like, mm-hmm. second base is, like, making out. And then, or like, I don't know, getting handsy. And then first base is just like the, you know, the initial physical stuff, whether it's like kissing or just, you know, you know, just the basics. That's, that's what I've heard a lot. What about you? What, what, for you, what, what do those bases mean? Yeah. So I've heard a lot too. I think, you know, growing up Mormon, that definitely wasn't the case. It was like first base is like holding hands and like, that's it. And then second base is, um, like, I've heard both second base be kissing or, like... Um, cuddling? Cuddling. Yeah, literally, <laughs> like, just cuddling would be second base. And then third base would be kiss. Everything like that. Ooh. Um, that's kind of scandalous. Right? Anyways, so that's that's what a lot of what I heard. Um, so, funny enough, I actually asked a lot of my castmates from the show. I was like what do you guys think the bases are? Like, what is third base? And a lot of them were like, oh, just like making out, stuff like that. I'm like, okay, so not sex. And they're like, no, 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 that's like that's like fifth or sixth base. And I'm like, whoa, we're getting more bases here. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah, what sport is <laughs> <Yeah>. that? <laughs> exactly. So, uh, which is funny because, I mean, I don't if any of you guys have watched The Big Bang Theory, you know, um, I think it's Howard. He's like, are we on, we're on like 256th base now. And everything's like, well, what is that base? You know, what's in between? So, yeah. So I would say to standardize it, there are three bases in home run because it's, we're basing this off of baseball. baseball. Yeah. You know, that's the whole that's the whole point of those bases. And um, so I would say that standard wise, I would say that first base is kissing. Second base is like making out, and then third base is sex. That's what I would say standard would be for pretty much everybody. But again, like in Mormon culture, that's very not the case. Like yeah. it's holding hands as first base. Because because for Mormons, it's it's okay. We're like third base, like before is anything you can do before marriage. Yeah, and you can only you know in in LDS culture, you can only have sex after. Ma- after you're married. I mean, it doesn't always go that way. Right. And you don't, you know, we don't slut shame anybody who has sex before marriage. It's like, it's, you know, you're drawn to other people. Sex is going to happen one way or yeah. the other. Like, like we're, we're meant to be yeah. physically attracted to Which other people. Which is kind of a 180 in church culture. It kind of used to be, oh, you know, you had sex before marriage. Like, you're kind of, if you're a guy, like, oof, you're yeah. a failure as a as a man, a future oh, husband, exactly. and if you're a girl, it's like, dang, are you like a whore? Like, what are you doing? But I, there's been a re- I, I I do say recent because I feel like it is recent, you know, in the last few years where it's like, oh, you know, yeah, like I had sex before marriage, and then people are pretty much like, yeah, it's kind of hard not to. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's it's changed. It's changed vastly, which like I don't think is a bad thing because before it was like because everybody has a really hard time not doing those things, not even making out or doing everything between between, yeah. you know, and everything. So there, there's just, there's a lot of different, you know, interpretations. So, cause I remember back, 
before this, you know, when I had my girlfriend is that, yeah, I was, I was kind of looked down on for some of the things I did with my, my girlfriend at the time, but I was just sitting here and I'm like, I mean, it's kind of hard not to, you know, everything, but that changed kind of like in that era while I was dating this person is they, it was like, Oh, you're fine. Honestly, there's people that have done worse, you know, versus like, Oh, you, you did that. Like you guys aren't even married yet. I was like, okay. <laughs> so it's interesting cause it changed really fast and it's, it's a good thing that it changed because before when it, when it was back in that, like you, you were looked down on, it was really, really discouraging. You felt this immense amount of like guilt, everything. Cause that's what we were taught, you know, mm-hmm. growing up is like the most you should do is like a peck on the, on the, on the lips. Yeah. And you if know? you, and if you have sexual feelings, like you're doing something bad. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting, but yeah. I, I mean, what, what are your opinions on that, Thomas? Well, I think, I think, for our generation, we are so much more open about sex, sexual things, feelings, things like that. Um, from you know, in the in the religious community, so I feel like for us, uh, we're a lot more open about it. And in fact, I actually had um, I had a, a bishop, one of one of our religious leaders, actually be like, "You guys, like you, you're making out, right? Like you're you know, you're you're getting physical, right?" And we were like, "Uh." Yeah, and he's like, okay, I'm not trying to be weird. Like, I'm just trying to say, don't let people say, like, oh, you shouldn't be all over each other because you should be. He's like, if you're getting married, you, there better be some kind of attraction there. And he's like, it varies, you know, per couple based on, like, how, you know, like some couples do want to just do light kissing. They don't, they don't want to make out because they feel like that's too much for them. That's fine. He's like, other couples make mistakes, and, you know, from the perspective of, have, you know, engaging in, like, petting and, like, you know, touching each other in the private parts, you know, that's, look, you know, that's considered a sin in, in LDS culture. Mm-hmm. So he's like, some people make those mistakes, and that's just how life is. So he's like, I want you guys to feel like if you do cross those boundaries that, you know, that you can repent and it's not just, like, over. So that was, like, really, like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Because normally... Um, in fact, one of my buddies, he's like, oh, I, you know, he told his bishop, oh, I looked at pornography. And then his bishop is like, you're a disappointment to God. Yeah. I've had, I've had the exact same thing with, with different religious leaders, everything like that. It's honestly, I've noticed that when they, when they're like, oh, you're a disappointment is a lot of times when they're a lot older because mm-hmm. they kind of have that, you know, old fashioned cause that's how it was for them. Yeah. So bad, like, only bad people sin type mentality. Exactly. Yeah. And, but you know, it's interesting because you think about it and it's like, well, back then too, you had to do a lot more to even access pornography. Yep. You had to order Playboy, you know, you had to go out to strip clubs, you had to, you know, go do all that stuff versus... Find the specific shops and things yeah, that had it. Yeah, exactly. Versus now it's just like, oh, whoops, there's pornography right on my phone right there on accident, just scrolling through TikTok. And yeah. don't get me started on TikTok. Uh, yeah. it, TikTok is becoming the new Twitter. <laughs> <I'm telling> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's pretty bad. You know, I'll just scroll through and I'm like, oh, dang, hopefully nobody saw that. You know, it's it's just bad. Half of it so. is those ludicrous, like, five-minute craft type videos. Yep. And then the other half is, oh, let me just strip tease, even though I'm only yeah, 14. Literally. Like, Oh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's so bad. bad. It's really bad. But, and yeah, and so it's, like, interesting... We have stuff like that, and then we, and then people are shocked that there's so many people addicted to pornography. It's like, 
I'm it's not, everywhere. I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. And and I feel like it used to be like, oh, if you're if you have a problem with pornography, like you're abnormal. Like you don't have self control. But nowadays it's like, oh yeah, you looked at porn like you're a dude or you're a girl and you yeah. have sexual feelings. Wow, it's almost like our bodies were designed this way. Um, which is such a one eighty from oh, what yeah. it, what leadership used to say. You know, it used to be like don't say that word. Hey, don't, Hey, I heard you say pornography. Like, don't, don't talk about yeah, that. Don't even mention it. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, that is how it was. Yeah. Um, there was actually this one time there, we had a lesson like in, in our like, um, priesthood quorum is what they're called. Everything like that. And they were like, we, they had a lesson on pornography and, you know, at this time I was, you know, keeping it very secret. I was like, Oh, nobody needs to know that I'm watching porn. Cause like, Otherwise, I'm going to be, you know, thrown out and everybody's going to hate me and all that stuff like that. And, you know, luckily I was at a point where I was like, I wasn't too far into that. You know, that was definitely my mentality. But the lesson that they had, they were like, yeah, if you um, if you watch porn, you shouldn't be in this church. Like if if you struggle with it, you need to be kicked out. Like that was like the type of lesson that was being taught. And I was like, what? You know, You're like, wait a second, like, you, you better stop taking the sacrament. You better stop, you know, coming to church before you fix it. You know, everything I'm like, hold on. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And it, it, Cause especially as, as like, you know, when, even as early as like 10, 11, 12 years old, especially for boys, like not, not that it doesn't happen for girls, but for boys, especially it's like, man, they see like a girl in a bikini and then the brain is like, zing. Yeah. I mean, that's. It's just kind of how our bodies are designed. I yeah. mean, as soon as we hit puberty, I mean, boy, that's it's going off. Yeah. You know? Yep. You can't do anything about it. Especially when you're just sitting in math class, you know, and then all of a sudden your body's like erection time. And you're yeah. like, no, dang literally. it. <laughs> it doesn't help whenever that's there's that cheerleader that comes in and you're just like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, and fun facts based on that, there was, um, there's a school in Utah. I'm not going to name which one because I went to it. <laughs> um, that they, there was this this kid, this boy that, like, told his his mom or something like that. That was like, oh, I, like, I don't like it when the cheerleaders are in their uniforms, you know, in, in school because I just can't, I just can't control myself, everything. Oh. And so, and so the mom complained to the school, being like, these cheerleaders shouldn't be wearing their uniforms in class. Everything. And, and I like, I heard that. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, sure. But like, everybody's got to have a little bit of self-control and those cheerleading uniforms aren't even anything. Yeah. Especially compared to like college cheerleading uniforms. I mean, geez. Yeah. So it's, it was, it was a funny story and we, we made fun of it throughout our entire like four years of being in oh, high yeah. school and we were just like, that's so ridiculous. That kid definitely just got absolutely wrecked by everybody. Yeah. I don't think anybody knew who it was though. Oh, okay. I, mean, I, I tried good. to, I tried to figure out who it was, but I was like, yeah. I have no Could idea. you imagine how absolutely brutal high school oh, kids would be to a kid? That would suck. <laughs> oh, you're the kid who can't even handle looking at a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I feel like that's kind of what, you know, earlier Christian perspective. Well, and some some groups are still this way, where it's like, oh, it's all the girl. Like, if the girl dresses scandalously, 
like, oh, she's being, she's causing the boys yeah, to it's, sin. It's her fault. Yeah. It's like, well, not really. And that's definitely, you know, in in LDS cultures, that's definitely the, the, the mainstream thought now is it's not the girl. It's people just need to have self-control. Like these feelings are natural and acting on them is a matter of your own choice. Yeah. And, you know, based on that topic, I'm curious what you think, Thomas. So there's kind of these two sides where if a girl is out wearing a bikini or wearing something that is not covering a lot, should she be offended if somebody's looking? Because there, there's the opinion of, well, you're dressing like that to be looked at. So I'm, I'm curious of what you think, because there's these there's these two polar opposites of like, I can dress how I want and you shouldn't ha- shouldn't look at me versus like, well, you're dressing that way to be looked at. I, I think there is some element of truth to that, but I think there are within that there's two groups. There's the girls that are like, I want some attention. And then there's girls that are like, I just think this is cute and I mm-hmm. don't want like any unwanted yeah, you like, don't want staring. you want you don't want people to be looking at you sexually, right? Well, yeah. and I think it's kind of like if a dude wears a speedo, like that man's gonna get some glances, mostly oh, yeah. uncomfortable, but like right. <laughs> there's gonna be glances. You just can't help it, <laughs> like yeah. you know. But um, when you start staring, like if a guy's in a speedo and you're staring at his crotch, it's like okay, you're kind of weird, right? You know, there's there's a limit. Yeah. yeah, it's and it's the same way. In my opinion, it's the same way with scantily clad women, like. For guys, if you notice, that's one thing. But if you're going out of your way to like maintain like a, a like a creepy stare, right? Or like secretly take pictures. Uh, that's just yeah, that's yeah. just not okay. It's it is okay if you're a guy and then your brain is like boobs, like you know. Right. I mean that's how it that's is. just how guy brains are. It's like oh that is a butt right there, you right. know. But if you're like if you're keep if you keep if you watch if you stare if you make a comment that's just you know, okay, this is where it also gets into, okay, well, what if you're trying to flirt? Like, what if you're trying to, like, make a move and see if she's interested in, like, going on a date? Like, okay, well, there's a difference between, like, hey, would you want to go grab a drink sometime? And titties, you got titties, you know? Yeah, those are some nice titties. Yeah. So there's a, there, I think there's a hard line. There's a real clear line between, hey, I am interested in you. I think you're attractive. Would you like to go on a date? Versus, you're, you're sexy. <laughs> yeah, like those are some nice boobs. Yeah, no, because I mean, if you know, and I've done this before, like, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> <laughs> you you've said that, that too, girl. Like, <laughs> I, no, it's just girls wearing a a nice outfit, and I'm and the way I approach it is, I'm like, hey, I really like your outfit. That's all I say. You know, it's not like boobs. I like boobs. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, that's a really nice outfit. Like, it's it's really cute. Yeah. You know? And I, I, I personally think that cute is like the word for me, at least for somebody I don't know. It's or very neutral. If, yeah, exactly. Even if it's a girl I do know or girl I do know or girl I don't know. Cute is like my go to word because it's just very, you know, neutral. It's very like. Oh, like, thanks. You know, I can't imagine me calling somebody cute and then being like, how dare you? Yeah. It's, it's the (sighs) difference between, Oh, Hey, that's a cute shirt. I like that. And wow, that shirt is hot. I like that. There's a very big, yeah, yeah. (laughs) huge difference, huge difference. So, so yeah, anyways, one, one of my, uh, I think it was actually a religious leader, but maybe it was just like, I don't know, like a mentor figure in my life. He's like, you know, if you look once you're, you're a man, but if you look twice, you're a bad partner. 
And I think there there's some flexibility in that. Like if you glance and then your brain like glances again, that's different right. than like there's a double take. You're like, wait, did I see what I just saw? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Versus like you're going out of your way or you're just looking for way too long. It's like you there's a difference between unconscious I guess, yeah. There, that's what I'm trying to say. There's a difference between an unconscious like glance versus a conscious like whoa. You know, and like you're making an effort to, you know. Yeah. See now anytime my wife walks into the room. I make a conscious, you know, conscious like, whoa, <laughs> right? but that's because she, we have this relationship where she wants me to do that, you know? Yeah. Well, once different. you get into a relationship, I, that's just a lot more no, yeah. no normal, you know, even with a lot of my relationships, you know, they wear like some tight pants. I'm like, Ooh, dang I, I need girl, to, I, need to, I need to grab that booty, you know? Exactly. Like, I mean, I, th- I do uh, on, uh, on social media, I do see a lot of those short videos of like, oh, every time like I walk into my, you know, into the bedroom and I take off my pants and my husband just can't stop like touching me or he's like, well, he won't let me go. And it's like, okay, there are those relationships, but I think maybe you guys need to communicate a little more and have, you know, have a little heart to heart. This, this really goes down this whole podcast. Let's be <laughs> honest. Just goes down to communication. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like every single thing we talk about. As, as far as sex relationship, it's, it's all goes down to communication. Just talk to each other, like, figure it everybody's out. Everybody's <laughs> different. Everybody has different boundaries. You need to set those boundaries. And if you have no boundaries, great, go for it. But make that clear. But make that clear. That's, yeah. I, and I think that's kind of why the bases became a thing is because they're like, okay, like what, you know, you can ask a person like, oh, is, is first base too far? And then it's like, okay, well, as long as you guys know what first base is, you can have that discussion. I think it's just a way of asking without trying to make the conversation awkward. Because if you're like, would you be opposed if we had a makeout session or is that too far for you? Like, that's a little bit awkward. Yeah. But if you're like, oh, like how comfortable are you going with a guy? Like first base, second base, third base. And then she's like, oh, like I'm only comfortable with like second base. You know, that's a way of like keeping it less awkward. But to be honest, when was the last time You've actually heard the bases used. It's true. It's not used very often. The only times I've really ever had it used is when I have like a buddy asking me like, "Oh, where'd you get?" Yeah, and that's like it. But not even that often either. I feel like it's kind of died in the yeah. last few years. Versus, it's like honestly now most of the time, I what I get is like, "Did you guys kiss?" <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's like, "Did you have sex?" And it's like, okay. Hey, a gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. He doesn't sex and tell, you know? Yeah. You remember You remember the first question I asked you when you got back to work after your honeymoon? I was like, Thomas, how was the sex? <laughs> and he gave me an answer, and I, I was satisfied. Yeah. Like, I think, uh, so, Upon actually, upon that note, I remember, yeah, well, since, since we're, I'm LDS, the first question I got is, so, uh... So, uh, you, like, you a virgin anymore? Like, yeah, uh, how was it? How was it? <laughs> and because, you know, I could tell people were just trying to, you know, joke around and be like, oh, you know, the honeymoon was great. Like, oh, it was, it was a good time. We had a good time. But then some people, there were a few of our coworkers who were definitely like, they took it way too far. They pushed a little bit too much. <laughs> and it's like, okay. And in fact, I, there were two people, I won't name names because, you know, privacy, but there were two people where I was like, I had to be like, okay, look, like I get you're curious. <laughs> like how's the grip? <laughs> but like, I, I try not to talk about my sex life except with <laughs> right. my wife. So, yeah, cause it's a very, you know, it's a very sacred thing. You know? But when somebody's when, when one of my more innocent coworkers is like, okay, so did you have sex? I can be like, okay, well, yeah. But like, that's a private, that's a private thing. You know, don't talk about that. 
You know, it's like, eh. You know. Um, I had a question for you, Joseph. So the bases, we, we set them out. Third base sex, second base is like making out slash... Cuddling. Cuddling, getting, you know, more physical. Yeah, touching and then, that leg. Yeah, you know, if it, when there's an exposed ankle and you're like, whoa. Ooh. And then first base is like the initial, you know, whether it's like the first peck, the hand-holding, the making it more of like an official kind of deal between you two. There's, I feel like, the, even though, like, you know, like Big Bang Theory, there's probably thousands of different, you know, markers you could set out. But I feel like having those main three is it. But then in progression, like for example, in progression from first base to second base, what is there? Right. I mean, I would say like from first base to second base, it would more be like you're starting to use a little bit of tongue when you're kissing, you know, like you're, you're starting to, you know, maybe like go a little higher on the leg when you're, you know, like that. It's just like those kind of things. It's like more, you're just doing a little bit more before it's like officially second base everything that's that's kind of what i think you know because you don't go straight from we're gonna peck and then full tongue blasting each other's tongue, mouth yeah, yeah. <laughs> tongue blasting and all that stuff yeah. i mean i i did but <laughs> but you know that's uh, you know there is a progression for most people <laughs> yeah i would say that that actually happened to me too in my first relationship she because i had never kissed a girl before but she had kissed other guys and so um i was really nervous but then, like, literally, after our first kiss, that very same night, she's like, let's go more intense. <laughs> and yeah. she was a little bit of a, she was intense that way. Yeah, no, that that's how it was for me, too. It was like, just, you know, just kind of like, it wasn't necessarily a peck, but it was just like, you know, it was a kiss. But then it just kept going. Yeah. And she started using her tongue, and I'm like, whoa, like, whoa. <laughs> what's going on? Hold up now, where's the instruction booklet? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it was only a little bit of tongue. It was like tip of the tongue kind of thing. Because that's how that starts. It it was definitely later until it was just like, yeah, we're showing each other's tongues in each other's mouths. You know, like, that's just how it works. Like, I mean, it does depend on the person, the relationship, the boundary, how close you guys were before. But I don't think that most first kisses full-on go to tongue punching. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> yeah. not. Hopefully not. I do know people that have done that, but... My wife and I, it was it was pretty movie-like. Our first kiss was like one of those classic, like, you know, in the moonlight, like, you know, I, we pull each other in and just, it's the romantic moment. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too much, but it wasn't just like a, you know, done yeah, type situation. Yeah. So uh, I'd say that was like, for us, because we had been building up to that moment, you know, through, you know, going on dates and hanging out into the wee hours of the night. Like we, we both knew it was going to get there eventually. And we both like, could read each other's energy, mm-hmm. which was really important. I feel like there's still way too many guys and girls out there that just don't, they don't take into account the other person's, I don't know, their, the vibe. Cause it, yep. you can tell if like, if you know, if you're a girl and a guy's like super into it, then, you know, and, and you're super into it, you're probably not going to have any issues. But if one of you is like pulling away a little bit, yeah, it's like, okay, if the other person doesn't read into that, that's when you get issues of, you know, oh, this guy, you know, I was only okay with like going to first base, you know, on this date, but he's like trying to get me to make out with him and I'm just not okay with that yet. Yeah. You know, in fact, um, one of my close friends just recently separated with a guy that they were kind of, you know, they'd gone on like do- a couple dozen dates already. And they'd become kind of a thing, kind of official. They kind of you know, were using the boyfriend-girlfriend terms. 
but she wants to take physical stuff super slow. But he, according to her, every time they were together, all you know, he just was like, "Let's make out." And mm-hmm. she's not a huge fan of making out. Just I don't know. She's just not. She doesn't like it that much. And he just that's all he wanted to do. And that just you know he's just crossing those boundaries. He's going too far, trying to go to the different bases when she was stuck on first. You know. Yeah, and I don't like that honestly. Like, you know. My favorite thing about being in a relationship when I was, was just spending that time with that person, even though my love language is physical touch. Same. That's <laughs> cool. Um, but like, even still, I mean, when there was that time, which I think I explained during the episode that I actually talked about my ex. The full story. The full story, which if you haven't listened to it, you should, because context it's there's a lot <laughs> i talk about i mean it's and it's an entire hour of just that entire relationship which side story three days after we recorded that episode i saw that x and <laughs> it was not great <laughs> so what happened what happened actually is that i was and i was with my best friend we were just talking and i noticed her and i'm like oh no everything and i just do my best to not look at her and everything. She ends up being like right behind me. And I'm like, I literally talk to my best friend. I'm like, she behind me. He's like, yeah, everything. I was like, okay. And so I just kept looking at him, talking to him. And then as soon as I had the opportunity, I booked it. And here's the reason why it's not because I was afraid. It's not because of all that kind of stuff. It was because there were a lot of vulgar things going through my mind about what I could say to her. And I was like, I don't want to do that. You know, that's one immature and two, I, I just, I've already moved past it. I just don't, I don't want to reopen that wound, even though it kind of got reopened just by seeing her and everything. But I knew it was, it was inevitable, inevitable, inevitable that I was going to see her again at some point. I just didn't want it to be right after I've opened the wound by talking about it on this podcast well and and it demonstrated you had the self-control like we you know mentioned earlier you had the self-control even though you had in this case negative feelings Mm -hmm. you just you you decided to not act upon them you know and that's that's the whole point of keeping yourself in check everybody has these feelings it's about what you do with them that's what matters right yeah but anyways back to what i was saying though is that like during like during that period of when I was actually when we were dating me and me and that ex um there was a point where we couldn't really where we couldn't talk to each other very much because her parents like forbid us to do so everything to see each other whatsoever so we were kind of secretly seeing each other and because we didn't have much time at all pretty much every time we saw each other we just started making out because there was that physical you know attraction that we didn't really have time for anymore you know so it's yeah. like we see each other and we're like all right let's just pretty much let's just start making out like that's just kind of what happened everything and it was like it was fine but i i actually started getting to a point where i'm like can we just like talk <laughs> <laughs> like what's been going on how have you been like you know what's new how's work like all that kind of stuff even the just the basic questions i was just like calm down <laughs> like i i want to talk a little bit first yeah it started it started to separate the physical aspect was being separate from the relationship and and that was the interesting thing about during that that time period too is i was literally just like i i don't really want to make out right now and then we'd just be like watching a movie and then she'd start moving in start going for it and i would go for it too because i'm like i'm not the guy that's like stop you know 
because I just, I don't know, I just have a hard time saying no, which is, like, a bad thing, but, like, it's not like I get many women anyways. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, um, but, yeah, but there was times where I would, like, be like, okay, you know, I just want to watch the show, you know, like, let me just be close to you, cuddle, and we can watch the show and everything. And then she just took that opportunity, like, let's start making out. No, Speaking no, of nobody else in the room, let's go for it. Like, and that's okay. that's definitely a, a violation of your boundaries. Yeah. She she wasn't reading yeah, the signals exactly. that you were given exactly. out. Um speaking of watching movies and, and TV and stuff like that, so for you, okay, cuddling, where does that fall in the in the base progression? Like so, is is make is making out like is that a hard line like second base and like cuddling is expected to be before that like what happens yeah so that's the thing yeah there's a lot of different like forms of cuddling everything there's the i'm gonna put my arm around you and you're gonna lean in and that's it yeah there is the you know legs on top of legs cuddling yeah and i would say that gets more into the second base everything like that the the intersecting and of the yeah. yeah the intersecting and and then there's the the highest form of cuddling which is hands on boobs <laughs> if I'm being honest, like that's what it is. I was yeah. gonna, I was expecting you to say like spooning or like spooning, like laying and on each other. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> if you're spooning, your hands are gonna be on the boobs, you know, <laughs> right? Unless you're the little spoon, which we've already talked about several times. Girls, let us be the little spoons every so often. It's so nice. good, so it's, good. It's really nice. <laughs> so, anyways, but yeah, that is the different. The those are the things, and then there's the people that try to mix in those those cuddling factors in one night. For example, that one girl that I talked about that would lean away from me so that my hand had nowhere to go except for on her boobs. <laughs> so I just had it like hovering there. <laughs> so that was, yeah, that was interesting. That was way back do, in so high school. Do you, do you think spooning is like pre second base or is it post second base or is it part of the build? Like where, where does that fall? I would say like spooning is, I would say the spooning is the official second base. Like that's that's my opinion because usually you go from like the legs intertwining to spooning. Yeah. You know, and then whatever happens after spooning is like okay, well, that's that's far. You know? Yeah, because that, that starts building towards third yeah. base. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like even like, because I mean I feel like that's re- which I kind of skipped this part, which is leaning in towards each other, everything when you're cuddling. That I feel like is the official right before second base. You know, and then spooning is a second base. Um, everything. Now I kind of get why the guy in Big Bang Theory had so many bases. Cause it's exactly. Like there's so yeah. many. There's so, there's so many, many little things. things. That's that's why that's why we're talking about it. Yeah. You know, there's there's just this really really long progression. Even though in in baseball it's you're running there real fast. So you know? I I have a question for you. When I got I got my first girlfriend when I was just about turning 19, and. Um, I remember that my parents, I was still living at home and my parents had a whole, whole lot of opinions about like making out and cuddling and spooning and things like that. Cause I remember one time, um, we, my girlfriend at the time and I, we went on a hike like super early morning. Like I'm talking like 5am is when we like hiked right. way too early. That you is know, way too early. That's so early, but we went on a hike, got home. And just crashed on the couch, took a nap on the couch, and like we were like kind of spooning, like because we were both laying on the couch. There was, there was like a it was a little bit of a spooning type situation. We just crashed, just dead. I mean, because we hiked for like an hour and a half. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Ugh, 
it, it was a nice view, you know, of the of the valley, but man, it was brutal hike. Right. So we got home, crashed, and it was pretty early. And then around like eight thirty, nine o'clock, like one of my parents like walked past the living room, like where we were, or maybe in the front room. One of the two walked past, like into the kitchen to get breakfast or something. And then after she left the house and like went back home, they were like, "Hey, I, we don't know if you should be like doing that." You know, like you, you're basically spooning, and that's you that's guys going were a little like far. Sleep and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, you guys, that was going a little far. And I remember also one time, um, we, I think we were on the porch, like we were saying goodbye. And we, we were kissing, and got a little, you know, we were making out a little bit. Handsy, you know. Um, wasn't handsy. Oh. I was, I was too afraid to be handsy. Oh, that makes sense. But we were making out, and then also the same parent was like, eh, like. I, you know, I don't want like my kids to be able to see you guys doing that. So is, in your opinion, is spooning too far? Like in terms of the buildup toward like marriage, you know, if you're, if you're dating in a serious relationship, like how far is too far for, for, I guess I should frame this in the, the frame of for like conservative or people who are trying to abstain till marriage, you know, conservative sexually, how far is too far? You know, there's a lot of different opinions on that, everything. Um, I would say too far is anything below the belt. Problem is, the boobs are right there, bro. (laughs) (laughs) They're just, they're right there. So, I would say that for most people, that's going to be a hard thing to avoid. Um, The further you get into the relationship, you know, before abstinence, like, not, yeah, doing abstinence, you know no sex before marriage and everything like that. So I would say that's the farthest it should go, which for some people that is too far. And like, I don't disagree with that. You know, some people that is too far, but almost everybody that I've ever talked to. And again, this is being Mormon with a lot of Mormon friends. (laughs) Every single time we talk about making out, I'm like, and I say this just because I think it's one funny because they're just like, well, you know, and two, because I know it happens. I was like, did you touch her boobs? And they're just like, yeah. And I'm like, uh, (laughs) so so this is, it's interesting. I I do know of somebody that never did that, you know, but again, I'm I'm one of those people. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that person was also the very first relationship thing too. So he just, he didn't know kind of what, where to go and all that stuff. And usually the ones that don't do that are also going to be in those short term relationships and everything. When you start getting past a year, it's going to be really, really hard to avoid that. If I'm being honest, cause you know, you're with each other for a year. You've done pretty much everything there is to do before sex, before sex, Yeah, you know? And then, so it's just like, well, that's kind of like, it's interesting because the, the boobs are kind of like a safe area, but also not the exact same time. So. Cause it could lead, you know, you start it can that, lead, it to, lead sex, to sex, yeah. but you can not ever take off your pants, you know, while, while making out kind of thing. And that's just kind of what happens. I, I was so. definitely one of the people that was like, eh, I feel like if I touch like her private parts, then that's going to be too far for me. Because mm-hmm. you know, I we did we did remain abstinent, and we only had sex until after we got married. And so, 
for, for us, we kind of realized, we, we actually sat down and talked about this because I don't know, we didn't think it was awkward. It was like, okay, how far is too far? Like what, what's the signal that we've started to go beyond the line? And for us, it had to do a lot with how we were feeling. So if mm-hmm. one of us was I, like, there's a difference between like, oh, like I'm feeling like aroused and like, oh, I'm like feeling aroused, you know, because yeah. it's like, okay, I can feel aroused just by looking at my wife sometimes. Like right. if I'm in that frame of mind, like, which is also a healthy relationship. <laughs> yeah. It's like, sometimes it's like, dang, like I'm really attracted to her and I can just be aroused, like just, you know, just upon certain thoughts. But then other times it's like, you know, there, there, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's certain lines to, that if you cross, that's too far. So for us, it was like, okay, touching privates is too far because that stimulates feelings of, arousal right. that are because it's it's hard in, to to intentional even though you can avoid it if i'm being honest as soon as you start touching you know things like the breasts and everything you're gonna start wanting to go go a lot farther yep everything so what i always what which is funny is whenever i i i do talk to friends especially the ones who don't have never had a relationship or anything like that i literally just first thing is I'm like just keep your shirts on and it's funny, here's a shirt, it's not pants, because I'm just like, no, just keep your shirts on, because in in my experience, as soon as the shirt comes off, you're going to start wanting to take other things off. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? slippery slope. It's literally yeah. this, it, yeah, as soon as you go past that point, it's like that that yeah. sled is going down the icy exactly. hill, like it's it, gone. One thing's off, it all comes off, yep. you know, and it's very hard to avoid anything else. Yeah. So, and I think that's actually, for, for a lot of conservative you know, sexually conservative people going beyond second base is too far because, well, you know, know, with context is typically too far because of where it can lead to, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's not, not to say that those feelings are bad. It's like that they're, you're supposed to feel those things. And if you're not feeling those things when you're with your person, maybe, I don't know. Right. There, then, there might be an issue. Yeah, there. you're not in it for the right reasons. Because there, there definitely should be. I, this is my opinion. I think there should be sexual attraction. Oh, 100%. Um, with the new, like, there's a, there's a kind of a new sexual identity that people say, like, oh, I'm asexual. Like, oh, I just don't feel sexual feelings. Okay. Like, you can account for that, I guess. But I'd say, generally speaking, if you're not feeling like you want to have sex with that person, like, there there might be yeah, something wrong. Like you, are, you shouldn't. Should you continue dating? You yeah, know, that that is yeah that is part of the thing. And then some people are like, oh well, okay, so you're just that's pretty objectifying because if you're not attracted to them and you know you're saying like like I shouldn't date just because of like the relationship and the and the bond between us. No, that's not what I'm saying. But if you're not feeling like you want to have sex with the person, I don't know that I feel like that's a that's an important element of the relationship. And how do you know that the other person feels exactly the same way you do? Exactly. So. And where would you place this, Thomas? I, I have an idea of where I'd place this, but petting. Where would you place that? Oh, I'd say that's easily on the way to third base. You think, like, just barely not third base, but, like, right there? No, I would say it's kind of a halfway. halfway. It's a halfway between making out and th- and having sex. Because it's like, you're, you're continuing the motions mm-hmm. of second base. But you're definitely, I would say, emulating third base. That's I mean, true. when you're having yeah. sex, you're touching those parts. So it's like, in my opinion, you're, it's about halfway there. Yep. Yeah. 
Is the, all you got to do is do a little bit more and you're there. Well, plus it's like, okay, if you're touching like her vagina, for example, if you're touching her vagina, if there weren't clothes there, that's, you're, you're, you're giving her manual stimulation. I mean, yeah, it's like, sure. you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, at that point it's just fingering. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. For me, it's like, okay, well, if you have clothes on, it doesn't immediately make it not, I mean, I don't know. It's like, if you're, if you're grinding on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> come on that's literally everything without, yeah you're just doing it with clothes on <laughs> that's literally everything yeah just yeah. but with clothes on i mean come on yeah. so i don't know so. it's like showering with all your clothes on is still showering yeah. it's just you're getting your clothes wet <laughs> right. i would say that that's still better than soaking because oh, soaking yeah. is sex <laughs> yeah everything and funny thing i know last time we said that soaking is not a thing it's mostly not a thing I did find out it does happen. Really? Yes, it does. Wow. Everything. Yeah. I ha- so I've never known anybody I've, that's to does, be honest, done it. I've never personally met somebody, or I'm, at least I'm not close to anybody that has, but I do know people that know people that have done it. Okay. So it is a thing. But Ugh. I don't think it's as big of a thing as a lot of people make it out to be. Because, you know, me and you were... I would say that we both kind of grew up a little bit sheltered. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's accurate. Everything, yeah. So I, d- I know I definitely was. But like, so. I guess we it, weren't it with also, people who would admit it, yeah, to doing exactly. it. Exactly. It also means that we're not with people that are, yeah, are doing that, you know, and, and thinking it's okay. I was actually so. mostly friends with people who weren't members of the church. After I would say after I got unsheltered by one of my real close friends, Kevin, I mean, like that guy basically opened my eyes to like. Okay, yeah, I get in Mormon culture it's this way, but he's like, but it doesn't have to be. And then my my sheltered brain was like, wait, what? <laughs> no. And it, it, not not to say that like I was raised you know cultish. It's just that in living in the a small town in a real in Eagle Mountain, like that's you know where I grew up. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's just how it is. Any sm- any any person raised in a small town, you're just goofy. You're just sheltered. Like that's just oh yeah, that's, that's just, just how, how it is. Yeah. yeah, and he opened my eyes to that, and then from then on, it was like, oh, okay, you know. Um, in Eagle Mountain, like, once he opened my eyes, once he opened my eyes, and I, you know, started to see the real world, you know, and, and kind of ditched the, the sheltered perspective, I started hanging out more and more with people that just weren't religious or just less, I don't know, just less Mormons in general, and then it became normal for me to be like, oh, yeah, like, my buddy's just, you know, he's going to a girl's house, and they're just going to have sex, like. So that wasn't as abnormal for me, but it helped me figure out, okay, these are like my boundaries. Yeah. Like I know, you know. Like figure out what the boundaries actually are. Yeah. So I remember back in like middle school, it was interesting, um, during our like sexual education class, which still didn't teach me very much. (laughs) They were literally like, what are your boundaries? And literally the only boundaries that I went from was like holding hands, kissing, and then like sex. (laughs) It's like, uh, I mean guess kissing is the farthest I'll go. <laughs> like, that's literally, that's all I knew. I was just like, I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to just have sex until I'm married. You know, yeah. All that kind of stuff. So I had no idea all that stuff that there was just so much in between, which is why we're talking about the bases. I, ho- I hope a lot of people still in our generation do have the goal of, you know, hitting a home run, making it to home base again, going full circle. I want. Pe- I hope people want to get married. That's. That's. I think. I. I hope people still realize the value of marriage, and especially just how 
important families are. You know, I want people to, I hope people of our generation have the long-term goal of going beyond third base and creating a really beautiful relationship with somebody. You know, I think in the end, that's the whole point, right? Everybody wants somebody to to be their companion, to be with, to love, to share moments with. Exactly. I hope our generation hasn't lost sight of that. And that's where you, you do also still have to be careful. You know, you don't want to end up picking somebody that, you know, truly love or you or is not going to last you know because there's i i know too many people nowadays that have gotten divorced and it's just a really really sad thing everything and so that's where you know you really just have to be you know know what you're looking for set your boundaries because boundaries are still a thing even after you get married um and i'm sure tom's can vouch for that because he actually is married yep oh yeah the boundaries don't go away it's just how it's just what it's the boundaries themselves change because it's like, yeah, instead of, oh, like, don't touch my privates because we're not married. It's, hey, like, not right now. Yeah, just not like not right now. Yeah, it's ex- it, that's exactly it. It just it changes. Yep. And if you haven't already. This is to all of you and kind of Thomas, you should try Polynesian sex. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds it sounds interesting. Yeah, <laughs> and we, let we, let me know how it is. <laughs> you've already broken it down on a different episode, right? I did. Yeah, yep. I can't remember which episode it is, so you have to find. You have to watch. Uh, I guess you have to listen, listen to all them of them and find yeah, out. Listen to all of them and figure out which one it is. Yeah, it's probably the. It is it don't case is it don't say condom? I can't remember. I, I don't know. It might be. Anyways, you'll have to listen to all of it and find out, and definitely go listen to the episode where I talk about my two and a half year long relationship. Um, with my ex, everything, we weren't exes when we were dating, promise, <laughs> well, kind <laughs> of, anyways, go listen to that, um, that one is called Joseph's Failed Marriage, it is a little bit of clickbait, but it is also not, and you will find that out in the episode, so go listen to that, um, and you can measure how, you know, how, what base he got to in that relationship, and yeah. I guess, um, I'm curious, from you guys like how often do you use that language do you think that that's still you know a popular way to kind of categorize uh, the you know where somebody is in their relationship or it has that fallen out of use is it now just like oh did you did you sex <laughs> yeah, did you did, make out did you do it you know yeah what what's the more popular way to do it now and uh don't hesitate to send us your questions, your ideas. We love engaging with you guys. So please, if you have ideas, if you have questions, if you have comments, let us know. Yeah, please email us. Um, if you don't remember, our email is thesexpertspod at gmail.com. And we we really want to hear your feedback. We haven't gotten a single email, even if it's an email saying, hi, we would love that. Yeah. So send it send it our way, guys. And if you have something you want us to talk about, let us know because we will definitely work that in and uh, we just want to help you guys feel heard. It's all about communication, right, Joseph? Everything is all about communication. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening and we will be hopefully posting every week for a unknown period of time until we either run out of ideas or get busy again. <laughs> so thanks so much for listening, guys. And we will see you next week. All right. Bye-bye.